This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks and today we have an absolutely huge and exciting episode filled with all kinds of information. Um, First, I want to give you an update. Uh, We did go on some rock hounding trips this week. We went to the um, Caddy Mountains and had a really great time. Found a lot of great varieties of rocks and gemstones. You can see the video on that if you want. It's on YouTube. Uh, You just go to our blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com and all our links are there, including the YouTube one. Or you can just look us up at Radical Rocks. We should pop up and subscribe and be a part of that because we are definitely growing and we are having an influence. We have new people coming in and that just makes the hobby stronger and better for all of us. So be a part of that. Um, Today, some of the episode that we're going to talk about uh, is malachite. We're going to talk all about malachite. We're going to talk about places where you can get it, um, what it consists of, a lot of interesting things. We're going to talk about a new mineral that was named uh, from California. We're going to talk about uh, gemstone trends in jewelry. We're going to talk about um, who is actually wearing rough rhodochrosite. You might be surprised. Uh, we're going to talk about a planet that is made of diamonds. We're going to give you a jewelry tip. We're going to talk about uh, life on Venus and some really cool fossil um, dinosaur bones type information, a little brief subject on that. So um, let's get right into it because we have got a ton of information. First off, um, let's look at this 125 year old million year old dinosaur they claim um, found that it was buried by a volcanic eruption in China this article's on uh, cnn.com and you can just look up that title it's by Lauren M Johnson it was written on September the 20th and they have pictures here of this creature it's a complete skeleton Um, It looks like a bird with a reptile tail. I mean, it's very unusual looking creature as they have described it here based on the bones. But um, there's over uh, quite a few of these preserved, perfectly preserved fossils, um, including these new, brand new discovered species. Some of them are a, they think this was a burrowing dinosaur Um, that lived in these uh, formations in the northeast China. And like I said, you can go check this out if you want. It's just amazing fossils um, that they have collected from this. Um, Next, this is pretty interesting. Amber fossils. I was thinking about talking about this in the subjects. This uh, amber blood. And what they have found in this amber they found uh, back in 2015 they found dinosaur hair but they're also finding this blood that is in there and they are able to look at this it's being very well preserved you know we've talked about new creatures spiders and ants being discovered in this amber but if you go to cnn.com there's an article here for some reason it's kind of freezing up so I may have to move on to something else but uh, yeah it is freezing up so we'll move on to something else let's talk about the diamond planet Um, This article is in learningenglish.voanews.com. It was written September 20th by Science and Technology. It's a study on carbon-rich planets could be made of diamonds. And scientists 
have looked at how this would work. Um, it is not one of the planets that's closer. It's a planet that would orbit far outside the Earth's solar system. This would be one of those things that they called, uh, I believe, an exoplanet because it's outside of our normal um, solar system as we would view it. But this planet, they have tried to copy the pressures and temperatures and things like that and looked at these planets that they previously thought might be made out of water and other materials and they're finding no these are very carbon rich and these could likely be made largely of diamond where the earth is just a small small percentage of diamond on the earth 0.001% diamond they estimate um, these other planets could be very very rich in diamonds and carbon um, and being almost all of that so pretty interesting um, we'll see if they ever find out about that now one of the other scientists uh, discoveries that I have under our fossil section is in science news you go to uh, www.sciencedaily.com this was written September the 16th and the source is um, Queen Mary University of London they have found um, another discovery that is really bizarre it's in amber it is the world's oldest animal sperm found in tiny crustaceans trapped in this Miramar amber and uh, it's a very interesting article if you want to read it it would uh, it would be surprising to you to find out that these crustaceans had these what they call giant uh, sperms that helped them to be able to um, you know reproduce successfully and these were actually almost as long or even longer than their own body bizarre bizarre so you can find out more about that if you want but it's just amazing that you find all these things in amber lately uh, another uh, fossil type news I guess you could say they don't really know exactly how old it is but two human skulls have been unearthed in this stone hedge uh, basically it's like a stone hedge that's discovered in Spain um, and they do not know much about it, but uh, they're not telling the exact location of it. But they know that these are at least several thousand years old, but they haven't done the carbon dating or anything like that. So they may come back and say that this thing is just a jillion years old. It was first discovered in 2005, but uh, it wasn't formally excavated until now. And uh, this is what they're finding in this old historical site, a, a Minga Dolmen is what they call it this construction of this uh this uh old lithic material um made from rocks kind of a stone hedge type of a um of a structure now a new mineral was named uh there's i found a couple articles on it um this russian scientist was actually going to uc berkeley and you can go to uh, f or excuse me phys.org and read the article there it's on Priscilla Gru who um on this is on September the 16th um written by Scott uh S C H R A G Scrag of Minnesota um or excuse me the University of Nebraska Lincoln so a long time ago she discovered these garnets and through much study and looking back at this, they've just now discovered that um, this 
uh, is also called a pomegranate in another article. The other article is from uh, freenews.life, and it says Russian scientists discover a new mineral and named it after the geologist from the United States, written by John Kessler on September 6th, and they have a beautiful picture of the stone here, and it's a very pomegranate color. And in fact, in this article, they call it a pomegranate, but uh, it has this Y at the end of it. They named it right after her, Priscilla um, uh, Priscilla grew, grew and they put a Y at the end of that. They put a hyphen and then a Y, and the Y is for the element Eurytrillium. That is the mineral that makes these uh, very unique. The article's quite interesting. Her husband and her have actually discovered several things and have had other minerals named after them as well, if you want to pursue that more. Um, Venus, life on Venus, um, science.thewire.in uh, has an article um, written, let's see, where is it, uh, Navigating the Possibilities of Life on Venus. Um, this article is from the 18th, and they have a picture there of uh, Venus. They said that uh, this information is just kind of now being um, put together. They did the the, they flew and took samples in the 80s of the minerals and gases and things that were in the atmosphere, but uh, they wanted to, re, you know, reconfirm that and try some other tests. And they've been doing more tests, probably with the microscopes and or the telescopes and things like that. But they found out that there's traces of this phosphine uh, or PH3, which is a chemical compound. Um, that has phosphorus and three hydrogen and is considered to be the chemical signature of life. So they're expecting that, uh, you know, there might be some, you know, microbes or something like that. And they're going to, whenever they can, try to sample and see if these things are actually suspended in the atmosphere. And um, that's on their uh, on their radar to do that testing in the future. So, um We'll see if that happens. Also, the uh, atmospheres of Jupiter and Saturn can also um, have higher levels of this um, this mineral, this uh, phosphine PH3, that uh, are also believed to be the building blocks of life. So we'll see what happens there. Um, now... I want to talk about a human interest article. The new trend sees Ontario provincial parks uh, littered with painted rocks. Now, this is in the um, intelligencer.ca, and it's written by Derek Baldwin on September 17th. Now, we've all seen the pretty painted rocks, and uh, they're nice. I like them. I've talked about doing that as a project, but apparently these visitors of the park are leaving behind these rocks painted thinking you know that they're kind of going to leave their mark there and their you know peace and happiness and love and flowers and what have you but they're finding out that these are actually a a, a cause for environmental concerns uh, animals could be licking these rocks these um it's, they're getting to be so much that the the minerals and things like that that are in there they're not they're not healthy to be in environment uh, for some of these pristine areas and um, they're asking that people not do that anymore so um, that dust that grinds up and becomes you know in the plants and the animals and the birds and the, 
the insects and things like that, we don't know what kind of effect that will have, but they, they definitely have a concern that some of these things they know are not good, not good. So be careful. Um, something to think about. I did have an article here. That one disappeared. Okay. The newest collection for gemstones. Um, what's hot in the market right now? This is called InStoreMag.com. It was published on September 7th by their staff. And basically they're just talking about what's hot in the jewelry market right now. And I thought I'd share that because a lot of folks that are listening are lapidary folks. And they are doing shows and selling jewelry. Um, right now Sleeping Beauty Turquoise with Pink Sapphires is a very hot item. Um, also um, Rainbow Moonstone is very popular. This is fetching quite quite a bit of money. I mean, they're selling this thing for $1,245. It's set in gold. Um, same thing with this uh, little Sleeping Beauty. I mean, they're just tiny, tiny little beads. There's two, four, five. There's 15 beads of that, and then three little dobbits of um, these pink sapphires. And uh, this is going for $650, which that actually doesn't seem too super expensive. And then um, also a garnet, uh, or excuse me, a rhodolite garnet and diamonds uh, is very popular this year. It's a red, kind of a almost kind of a purplish red color. So these are some of the hot items. Those are going for $7,000. Um, looks like it's uh, maybe a carat at the most. So those are some hot items that you might want to put in your in your repertoire. Now, rhodochrosite, you know, this is a mineral that uh, came in into good supply uh, maybe 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Excuse me while I get some coffee. A pink mineral, uh, very soft, easy to work with. Um, not typically associated with, uh, uh, you know, people that have a lot of money or anything like that. But in the article, uh, womaninhome.com, they said here that the Duchess of Cambridge is wearing this gorgeous pair of earrings that are sure to be a sellout from Miss Soma. And uh, this was written, does not give credit to the writer. But um, so I read the article and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, she's got this rhodochrosite gold um you know, earrings and they're pink, you know, and they're pretty and all that. And they're, they're 85 lire. So I went ahead and looked up what they were, um, on the site. The it's M I S S O M A.com. I've got a picture of them here. They're very, um, you know, they're gold earrings and everything, but they're just little pieces of road night with a little line, a little, a little structure th through them. They're not like, uh, you know, crystallized, um, you know, beautiful samples or anything. And they're nice. They're nice pieces. They're a little bit translucent. Um, not like, you know, super duper, but it says here that, uh, um, you know, don't drop them. They can break. Uh, they're 18 karat gold, uh, rotochrosite, and, uh, they are 11.5 millimeter hoops and 10.7 millimeter by 9.2 charms. And the stone is three millimeters thick. So, I mean, there's, there's not much to it, and it's $110 U.S. dollars. So, wow, man, I mean, I think most of the value is in the gold, but uh, interesting to see these trends and see these uh, people who you would think, oh, they're going to be dripping in emeralds and diamonds wearing, you know, rhodochrosite. 
Um, another little human interest story. I always like to give a shout out when I see these things. This is this article is entitled Fiddlestick Farms, and it's at oaoa.com, and uh, it was written September 17th, and Pode- uh, it was put out by the uh, Odessa American uh, News. They're just having a little activity thing here in their city. It is in Texas, Odessa, or uh, yeah, uh, Midland, Texas, and they are going to have some uh, gym mining kids and stuff like that so it's nice to see people getting back into the swing of things and doing things that are fun like that and let's see if we can get this um, other article here that I had there there was an article I can't get it pulled up um, it was in the new Indian Express.com I can't give you much more information than that because it's not pulling up but it was on being safe and it also talked about being safe like with your clothes and we're all using these sanitizers and stuff like that and a lot of these sanitizers can harm your jewelry I did take some notes um, uh, they said that use 70 percent alcohol to sanitize um, gold silver palladium diamonds and rubies but chlorine can be very damaging so um, also you have to be careful with pearls and other materials they're very touchy on what you would clean them with so just putting this stuff on your hands and stuff you can put your jewelry and things like that at risk Um, now let's get into the keynote address Malachite. Now, I bumped into this article at yourtango.com called Malachite, The Meaning and Metaphysical Properties. Now, a lot of times um, I'll see these articles, and I'm, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on the metaphysical things. I just talk about the rocks and minerals to each his own, but uh, it did make me think like, wow, you know, I want to talk about Malachite in depth. And I went through their article, and it is um, from metaphysical standpoint this mineral is good for everything under the sun pretty much Um, it's pretty interesting um, the depth and elaborate um, details of all the things that you know they take these from the past from other cultures and stuff what they believed about malachite and things like that so I thought it was pretty interesting so I went ahead and looked up on mindat.org and um, when you look up uh, malachite on there three beautiful samples popped up um, which one of the samples is from the Congo we know that beautiful samples come from the Congo these are um, burst like starbursts and then also um, another one from Russia that was bitrudal and very beautiful and then um, another one from Nambia which is actually these very blockish crystals Um, when you look at the color of malachite it is a beautiful usually dark green bright green and has these crystals with deeper shades of green very dark to nearly black or greenish to yellow green and uh, that is in a transmitted uh, type of a light where it pops up that way. They're uh, they're vitreous, silky, dull, earthy. You know they can vary in their um, consistency. They have been around since antiquity. Uh, they were originally probably named after the Greeks, and uh, malachite is a very common secondary copper mineral with a very veritable habit. Um, It can be found in crystalline uh, aggregates or crust. It can be banded in appearance like agates. It can be bitrudal clusters, radiating crystals, 
um, and other types of aggregate. There can be single crystals. There can be clusters of distinguishable, uh, very distinguishable crystals are extremely rare. And uh, when they are found, they are usually prismatic or, um, you know, somewhat like that. And they're usually found as a pseudomorph after azurite crystals, which are generally more tubular in shape. So some other facts about um, this mineral um, that I find here on uh, Mindat is that, uh, again, you know, you have all these different shades and colors. The hardness scale here, it says between 3.5 and 4 on the Mohs scale. It is a little bit brittle. It can crack and chip. So, you know, if you use it in jewelry, you have to be aware of that. Um, it is not that strong. Um, where else? Uh, there's a picture of the crystal here of a contact twin, which is a very nice crystal, which was found in uh, the Czech Republic. And uh, they have a sample of that there that you can look at. There's all kinds of information on this. Also, some of the places where you can find it, I'm scrolling down there right now, all over the country. But of course, we know that in you can find it in uh, Russia, in South America, um, even in Europe. Um, all over the United States, but especially um, we think about uh, Arizona as being a place. And when you click on the Arizona map on the Mindat site, the Copper Queen Mine pops up from Queen Hill, Bisbee, and uh, Coachief County in Arizona, and a beautiful specimen of malachite pops up that is actually housed in the Smithsonian collection and uh, it's quite beautiful but you know malachite can be found all over so it's not just in new mexico and arizona they find it in california idaho um, many many states it is found in so um, more information on malachite can be found at geology.com you just look up malachite and they'll tell you all about it you know it was definitely a copper ore uh, it's been used as a pigment course it's a gemstone it's been a spiritual material for thousands of years um, this article was written by Hobart M. King who happens to be a PhD and uh, much more but he talks about the composition of the gemstone he talks uh, where does malachite form he talks about how it forms actually within the shallow depths of the earth in an oxidizing zone above copper deposits so um, a lot of times this can show up in caverns and cavities where it drips in with the limestone and that's where you get those bitrudal forms or um, different formations it also is associated a lot with azurite and other minerals such as boronite, cal uh, calcite, um, copper, and things like that. It's got a history way back 4,000 years. They've been digging this up in Egypt and Israel, uh, very, very much uh, found in Russia in the Ural Mountains. Of course, the Congo has some beautiful, beautiful specimens that have been coming out. But as well as that, Australia, France, and of course, good old Arizona. It is a carbonite. Um, you know, the streak test is green on that. And uh, the hardness here, it says, is 3.5 to, uh, to 4, just like we said before. Um, it is very rarely found as a crystal. When you do find them, they are very, very collectible. Um, that is a high dollar uh, thing to have in your collection. If uh, Malachite is one of a small number of green minerals that produces an effervescence when in contact with a dilute hydrochloric acid, if you're into um, testing minerals. Um, it has been used as a pigment for green. Uh, it has been used in paintings for thousands of years. Um, 
and been used a lot in Europe in the 15th, 16th centuries. But as a gym material, it is beautiful. I especially like it when it has um, azurite mixed in with it. So you've got the blue and the green and the contrast. But I like the green too with the banding. It's just beautiful. Or if you can get little eyes to pop up in, in the bitrudel type, you know, you just slice this up and cut it and grind it. It does cut very quickly. So you might not want to use the more aggressive grits when you cut it. Um, just take your time with it and go slow because uh, it is one of the softer minerals and you certainly don't want to waste that. Um, it's always found often with other copper minerals, again, like turquoise, chrysocolla, um, and other types of pseudomorphs in between those. Uh, it has been used for many, many years. Just be careful. Like I said, it will break, but, uh, you know, there are some synthetics, um, that, that have been used to try, people are trying to make it, you know, fake. So be on the lookout for that. But, uh, that is probably about it on malachite. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, please join our social media and be a part of our community. Give us likes and shares and all that. We appreciate it. Remember, rockhounds don't die, they petrify.